Hey everyone, it's Annie and Brady from the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe and leave a rating for us on whatever app you're joining our conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links for all of our accounts are in our show notes. Enjoy the show. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the newest installment of Never Growing Up, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about the little bit of news we've scavenged up, and we're also going to continue our tour through Fantasyland. How has your week been? How's everybody doing? I'm Brady McCleary, also known to you guys as Brady Cam on Instagram. And with me, as always, my lovely, wonderful, super talented, <laughs> tasty food making. Ooh, hi, I'm Annie at WDW Collective. Party. Party. What's up, kids? Happy Mother's Day. Happy We're recording this on Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Yes, happy Mother's Day to all you mothers. Um all you single dads and yes, I personally uh, am one to say happy Mother's Day to people who have pets. I am I also some people aren't into that, but happy Mother's Day to you guys also. Thank you, I appreciate that. I'm I am only a, a fur mama and a godmother, so that's all I got. And I appreciate it when people tell me happy Mother's Day because I will never have my own children. But it's fine. And I have a penis. <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we actually have OMG. some news for you guys. It's been a long time, yeah. hence why we've been doing these tours, which have been great. Yeah, um, they've been so fun. Yeah, it's 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 fun to walk through and talk about like our little favorite parts of each section. Uh, and we're going to continue to do that today uh, with Fantasyland. However, we're going to talk park opening mm -hmm. just a little, just a little bit. bit. There's not a whole lot of information out there. I don't know if you, Annie, got the email or if it was like who it was all sent to. Uh, I think it was a passholder email. It was explaining from the head uh, person in charge of health at Disney Parks. Mm -hmm. And she was kind of explaining um, kind of the idea behind the phased opening and how Shanghai is going to kind of be like the the tester and hopefully you know they can implement something that works well with uh better cleaning processes uh obviously the capacity level is going to have to change because after this i don't think they can justify shoving thousands of people in a line inside of a building right yeah i did um get that message i think it was yesterday um yeah from their chief uh medical officer and i think it's a video message i didn't really um did you watch it i don't know i didn't I'm watch it i scrolled it underneath it underneath it it had like the written oh uh, here it is yeah if it. you just went to the link oh yeah so they talk about the phase reopening like you were saying the first um open uh, the first opening will be um shanghai disneyland so that's actually happening tuesday or no, Monday. God, what day yeah, is it? Tomorrow. Today's the 10th. Yeah. Okay. So I I think that's going to really be um, the blueprint for how they move forward opening the other parks. Uh, Disneyland recently came out saying that they're going to start allowing reservations there July 1 right now. They've been saying that for Disney World, but I really don't think that's going to actually follow through. I really don't. This is this is this is not based on anything, guys. I'm not going to say. Yeah, anything. this is just our 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 theories. Yeah, um, I don't believe in people posting conspiracy theories. If you come at me on Facebook with one of your YouTube conspiracy theories, I will unfollow you, and that is the fucking truth. Um, <laughs> Amen. God help um, us all. I don't know because I know that on the My Disney Experience app, it has like availability starting yeah. June one. Yeah. So, Hopefully this is good things. I know that, um, what's it, Disney Springs will be opening the 20th, 
uh, as far as limited capacity, right. And limited capacity. Uh, I know a lot of restaurants in Florida. Um, that's where my spouse lives. I have a bunch of friends that uh, are in the restaurant business and they have been saying, um, everything's open at 25% capacity. So there's plenty of space in between, uh, tables. Um, people are, are obviously happy about it, but there's also people who are, uh, being real, real Karens about the fact that they're only opened at 25% capacity. And I actually posted something on uh, Facebook the other day. It was like, if you were okay with the fact that a company refused to make a wedding cake for a gay couple because of their beliefs, then Mm -hmm. you should be okay with a restaurant refusing to serve you because you're not wearing a mask. Dude, facts. Holy shit. Throwing down the gauntlet. That's it right there. That's so, it. Damn. Yes. It's going to be like that for a while. And even, um, you know, we have our our trip rescheduled for August. Oh, okay. And we're kind, of, we're kind of rethinking it. You know, uh, first of all, my mom works at a retirement home. So if right. she goes on vacation, which she's allowed to, but if she goes – she has to take an additional two weeks off to self-quarantine, Jeez, to self-isolate yeah. mm-hmm. before coming back to work. And then she has to pay out of her own pocket uh, to get tested for, for COVID what? twice. And they both have to come back clear in order for her to go back to work. And, you know, not being salary and having to use that PTO, that's a lot of money that she's kind of missing out on there or being potentially able to cash out at the end of the year. Um, which she likes to do so that she can do her vacations or that she can uh, buy really nice gifts for the whole family because my sister just keeps popping children out. <laughs> <laughs> so her insurance doesn't cover that? Because I I know my insurance covers COVID testing. I mean, I have not been tested, but um, I think until June? I think. I'm not exactly sure how her insurance works. It yeah. could be, I mean, if, if she fell ill, like while at work, I'm sure that her insurance company would pay for a test right but because she chose to go oh, on I vacation see, I, see. I got you it's okay. like an elective uh mm-hmm. thing you I know you. um so i don't know hopefully okay. it all kind of goes over also yeah august disney world masks i don't know if i'm down for that i 100 percent understand it i just don't know if because when you when you guys when, you, when you're in florida and you're walking around in the summer it already kind of feels like you're walking around with a wet towel over your mouth anyway. So add an actual perspired on mask, wet towel. You know what? I was thinking of that. I was thinking of that the other day, honest to God. I was like, how is this going to work? Cause like, I'm assuming they're probably going to want us to wear masks and that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm, I don't, I'm fine with inconveniencing myself for a little bit for the safety of others. Unlike most people, not most, I shouldn't say most people, a lot, like a lot of people. Um, and I would, you know, obviously wear the mask, but I'm so like, I get so hot in the summer at the parks. Like, that's why I don't go in the summer. Um, unless like, unless there's an event going on. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, that would be miserable. It's going to be hot. Um, I did see somebody in a group that I follow. It's like an LGBT Disney group Mm -hmm. that I'm in and they were very strongly worded about how, they are pro masks and the only thing I didn't really agree with it was in it he was like yes wearing a mask might impede your immune system a little bit and I'm like well I mean I'm not trying to get sick so regardless so I think I might just take the option and not go just not go Um, yeah yeah and and that's totally fine and everybody who's gonna go I can't imagine they're going to kick you out of the park if you're walking around without a mask. Like I don't know. I I'm sure they're going to want. I wouldn't be surprised if they did because Disney's real strict like that. Right. But I don't think they're going to go to that extreme. I mean, maybe if they, because honestly, how are they going to enforce it? Because I'm sure they'd be like the Disney spirit. Hey, please put your mask back on. Oh, thank you so much. You know, but like, are they going to take a picture of them? They'd be like, this person was caught wearing a, or without a mask on. Make sure you keep your eye out. So actually, so Disney already does that. Um, Disney already does Photo take packs. pictures of you when you walk in. No, 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 no. Like I've heard from other people who work, who know people who work in like Homeland Security or because th- Homeland Security has like its own offices at Disney and at, in, in the parks. And um, they do like photograph people like, 
there's cameras everywhere, guys. And right. and I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, this is really what's up. <laughs> this is really what's up. Because that's because one of the number one of the highest um, targeted places from a terrorist standpoint are the Disney parks. So this is why it is the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they are taking your picture. <laughs> they can find you very, very quickly. So um, just be know, be aware that that's what it is. And it, honestly, if you're not going to want to go there, it's um, more room for me and maybe more reason than at some points I'll be able to take my mask off because there won't be as many people around. <laughs> Bye. Right. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Okay, so that's yeah. that's kind of the, the, the all we really have on on the phase reopening it's because exciting. again there isn't a whole lot of information out there yeah. yet because it's kind of a trial right now. It is, yeah, and um, that's just kind of how this. I don't. Want, a lot of people are calling it the new normal, and I I don't want to call it the new normal. I think it's the new for now. You know, like yeah, because we're learning. We're gonna figure out how mm-hmm. to figure it out. Well, I hope with the vaccine, it's like polio how it kind of you know it eradicated it and stuff Mm -hmm. like that uh because i mean we have vaccines for flus yet people get it all all year long because it mutates so much yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. right yeah so hopefully we can we can all just get back to a real normal and everything's gonna be fine everybody's gonna stay healthy and we can just live out the fantasy of the land of Disney. Speaking of fantasy land, yes. um, that's where we're going. <laughs> that's where we're headed next. We're there, fam. We finally made it to fantasy land. So excited. Guys, fantasy land? Have you ever actually just looked at it on the map? <laughs> it's huge. I, I mean, obviously, I, when you walk around the park, it's massive. And I've got things to say about that. But, like, there is a lot there like there's a bunch you know what i mean like, like there's there are... i'm actually concerned and we'll see how this goes if we're gonna get through everything um in Fantasyland in an hour honestly i was like looking through this stuff and getting stuff ready for the show and i was like oh, i don't want to get through all this but we'll see it we'll see we'll see how it goes. i was yeah before i logged in i was like i don't know because like literally there are it's like a large column. Like honestly, if yeah, it's the, the stuff biggest from link. Liberty Square were yeah. to moved over, would have moved over a little bit. It would have still taken a whole column plus. Right. Stuff. Indeed. So, let's start as we're as if we're going right through the castle, and the first thing you see is Prince Charming's regal carousel. Oh, it's this is like OG classic Disney. I mean. Any commercial, I, yeah. Any commercial. If I were to think of Disney, it was going to be like the carousel, yeah. and the train. Oh yeah, this is classic, classic stuff. And I mean, any commercial you ever see, it's always like starts with them on the carousel. Like it's just, it's absolutely stunning. The the it's extremely um, intricate. If you ever do, I actually now with my vertigo, I'm having trouble getting on the carousel. This is really depressing for me. Um, I have to like kind of maybe sit on the chair, or like really kind of hold on to the horse which makes me really sad but it's yeah. beautiful and the music is stunning it's just yeah it's just chart. all day long it's beautiful like at night it's all lit mm. up and then in the daytime you can really just see all the different uh like you said all the different details that are in it like if you obviously it's beautiful just passing but if you ever like really just look at each horse or each mm-hmm. uh item on the carousel like even the the rails that hold everything together are just so pretty and I'm glad you brought it up about at night. One of my favorite places to watch the nighttime fireworks. And granted, this is more for someone who goes to the parks more often. Because I would highly say, like, because now that they do the fireworks, like the the present, like the presentation on the on the castle. Obviously, mm-hmm. if you've never seen it before, you got to watch it. But if you've seen like Happily Ever After like a bunch of times, like us and probably a lot of the people who who listen to this podcast, they go regularly. Um, it's a great place to stand, like right around. I usually will stand to like the left of the carousel. Like, so if I'm facing the car- or facing the castle, like to the left of the carousel, and watch the fireworks from there. Because then the fireworks mm-hmm. surround you. It's a beautiful place to watch the fireworks. It is not as crowded. Right. I tip. Uh, tip. If I'm with, if I'm with uh, family, like if like when I go with my mom and my sister and them, like we'll probably go in front of the castle so mm-hmm. that they can see the show. But I've gone a zillion trillion times, and so I like to go watch it back in Liberty Square. Oh, um, I've never done I have that. A, I have a little secret squirrel spot there that I like Ooh. to go to. 
I've um, never done it from Liberty Square. Where do you go in Liberty Square? I mean, you don't have to give me like the exact, I know it's your secret scrolls place, but like where? Like not specifically. Uh, I go around the, um, the uh, freaking paddle <gasps> Is boat. It around, oh, around the paddle boat. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Also watching it from um, Thunder Mountain is really oh, pretty because you get all of the water and basically all of the Magic Kingdom. I you're as far east of the of the Magic Kingdom that you can possibly be. I would be interested to watch it. And I don't know if it's packed or whatever, or if it's cl- even closed off. But like I noticed, um, sometimes when we would wait for the Muppet Show, in that's on and off there these days. Um, in Liberty Square, although now we're talking about Liberty Square, I would go like around the Christmas shop, and there's like kind of like some areas to, like to sit, and like it's very, very mm-hmm. open. I'd be interested to watch the fireworks from there too. But I mean, for the sake of Fantasyland, that w- I think it's a fantastic place to go and watch it from the carousel. It'd be like a 360. It is a like, 360. Experience. Yeah. That'd be so cool. I should try that out. Mickey's Philhar Magic. Oh my goodness, Mickey's Philhar Magic is one of Matt's favorite. Is it? attractions at disney at disney parks like he loves going in there like we love the smells we love the songs like the the wind and it's nice and cool in there so it's like really it's just a fun time so for those who aren't familiar mickey's Felhar magic is like a 4d mostly 3d but also 4d experience of music like through some of like the biggest disney animated features and it's awesome and it makes me cry a little bit I do think it, it needs, needs updated. It, oh, I was just going to say, it desperately needs it some updated. We updated. have much, much better technology, even to the point where maybe they wouldn't need to wear glasses. Like, you, if they just updated the animation or the, the style of the filming, mm-hmm. um, they could make it pretty interesting without the need of the, of the glasses because it's just to the point in there where you kind of got to, like, squint and turn your head yeah. to really see anything but the smells are fun and uh i'm pretty sure spireside has candles that smell like it i think so too uh, yeah and then you get i mean they do spritz you a little bit with water i don't like but that's fine you know it's fun it's part of the fun <laughs> there's a couple moments that i can't handle and i think it's when um donald's being like sucked into that vortex do you know what i'm talking about where it's like yeah. really close in your face. Oh, oh, you know what? You know what part also bothers me is when in VR the VR guest moment when they're popping the champagne bottles. It's oh, the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> every single time I've been on this ride like countless times, and every time it goes. That's one of the best smells too, though. Like oh, the, the smell yeah. of the, the champagne. And stuff. Yeah, and the champagne. Yeah, it scares the holy hell out of me. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's just very alarming, and I can imagine some kids do get a little freaked out. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't blame them. I mean, it's kind of a lot. But you hear them all giggle, and it's yeah. fun. It's, it's a good time. And the, the wait is never more than 10 minutes. Like, yeah, I'm shocked that this is a fast. I don't. I feel like they should be not wasting a fast pass on this. I don't understand. You never need a fast pass for this ride. It's ridiculous. No. If, it's, if it's over a 10-minute wait, then you're there on, like, Christmas Day. Right. Um, and, like, again, it, it, it's just, like, a 10-minute wait. It's There's no need for a fast pass. Don't, don't waste your time on it. If you're going to use a fast pass for – anything in uh fantasy land one of the big ticket items would be peter pan's flight which is next on our list it is um, like that, that one hot damn kid i know you i are know so mm. good at it spicy it's tasty. spicy i can feel it so peter pan's flight let's talk about peter the pan. line okay so the line itself if you do unfortunately get yourself stuck in a 75 minute wait which is being kind of first off what are you doing <laughs> Yeah. What are you doing? Second of all, I will say the queue is really neat. Um, Since they've really redone pretty. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've redone it. It's really pretty. They have a lot of interactive things in there, including Tinkerbell sprinkling Tinker, du- tinker Dust, Pixie Dust. <laughs> Same idea. Um, yeah, she's throwing her ass and, you know, spreading uh, Pixie Dust everywhere. And mm-hmm. it's cute. It's The queue is really cute. It- the riot itself is very. You know, here's the thing. It's a black light, constantly moving ride, which is why I don't understand why it takes so, the line is so insane. And the line is insane from like literally the moment of the park opens. And I have only ridden Peter's Pants Flight probably like once in the past five years. And I think it was last year, the last time I rode it. And it was the first time I got to go through the new queue, which goes in through the Darling's uh, bedroom. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. It's really, really well done. It's so cute. So stunning. Um, but again, I 
and I love the ride. I really do. Like, I've always loved this ride. You get on, like, the little, for those of you who don't know, you get on, like, a little pirate ship. And it's like you're flying through London and then you fly into the story when you get into Neverland and all that and all that jazz. Which by the way it's really cute when you first take off and the cast members are pretending to sprinkle the pixie dust on you as the bar comes down. You know what? That's a really I would love, love to interview a cast member who works on this ride. I would love to understand the bullshit that they put up with because Last time I, it was the last time I rode the ride. I, we magically got a fast pass because again, this is a hard one to get a fast pass for too. It's like right up there with Seven Dwarves. And then you have to decide if you want it for Seven Dwarves or, or Peter, Peter Pan. Pan. Yeah, that's a great point. And um, like and and one time the ride was down and people people were lining up and it, like people who had fast passes they weren't because you know sometimes when a ride is down they'll say okay you have a fast pass for like the rest of the day. Because mm-hmm. we don't know when this ride's going to come. Well, they didn't do that for Peter Pan. They kind of just, like, kept us hanging. And we were all standing outside, like, way almost to the carousel, if you can imagine where it's at. And we're all, like, standing in this heat and, like, what is going on? And those poor cast members. I would love to hear what they deal with. Because that, that ride's nuts in terms of waiting mm-hmm. and what they got to put up with. Because you're probably not dealing with a lot of little, little kids at Seven Dwarfs like you are at this ride. And all it's right. probably and- really hectic. I love the ride. It's just not worth a 75 minute wait. And no. I would, I'd also rather get a fast pass for seven doors. Uh, same. Have you been on the, the Peter Pan at uh, Disneyland? Of course. I grew up on Disneyland. Well, that's true. So is it different? Cause I have not been on it. Cause the line is, again, this is not something specific to Disney world. It's, it's just as long. And so I've never been on it. Can't get a max pass. Nothing. I honestly, I honestly don't remember. It's been, yeah, it's been over eight years since I've been to California, so. Well, speaking of Disneyland, this ride is in a very small comparison to the Disneyland version, in my opinion. It's a small, small. It's a very small, small world. world. (laughs) (laughs) It's a It's so small. The one here is so underwhelming. It is. And I I think it's only because, again, I grew up going to Disneyland and then seeing this one, I was like, like, where's the rest of it? It's shocking. And I think a lot – do you wonder if it's a lot of it's weather-related because obviously they don't have anywhere near the rain that Florida gets. So if you're familiar with the Disneyland version of Small World, it's outside. The actual ride, like you're outside on your boat for like a good 10 seconds, maybe 20 and then the, all the whole rides inside, but um, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm wondering if like maybe that's why. But like the interior, like when you walk in, you get into the queue, you see the same kind of like architecture as the Disneyland one, but like it's nowhere near. It's like to a quarter scale. It's to a quarter <laughs> it's so scale. Small. It's so um, small. I haven't really been on the the one here, or sorry, on the one at Disney World much. I, yeah. I imagine they're mostly the same um the, the disneyland probably one is longer. a little longer yeah it's yeah, definitely longer disneyland. it's definitely longer it's definitely bigger know. inside i am just trying to think i'm trying to i'm trying to compare i guess now that i think about it a lot of the rides at disney world are like in Doorsy, yeah, they you know? are. Like, because even even like Frozen, you go through a building to start the line. Well, look at the tea party. I mean, that's completely outside at, at uh, Disneyland. I think everything yeah. here just has to deal with Florida, because like once May hits, rain. it rains every day. Yeah, yeah, until like November. So, hmm. but it's. I mean, hey, if you want air conditioning, it's fantastic. Lately, you know you what I've noticed? If you want a song stuck in your head, you want a song do stuck it. In your... Hey, It's a Small World is my hand-washing song to make sure I get 20 seconds. Um, oh, I start from It's a World of Laughter, a World of Tears, and then I go to the like the refrain. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. So that's like 20 seconds. So if y'all needed a new uh, hand-washing song, get on that train. It's my hand-washing Mine's song. Mine's Bitch Better Have My Money. Ooh, what's the cadence there? y'all think y'all front and I? Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm just kidding. I'm just, <laughs> it was just so drastically different from Small World. Oh, it is very. Funny. I forget. Nick, Nick <laughs> has a funny one, too. And I, I think it is a Disney song, and I can't remember what it is. I'll have to remember. But 
Um, have you ever gone to Enchanted Tales of Bell? I have not, and I don't think this is probably. I have, and you I have. was a knight. Oh my god, how cute! Yep, I was a knight, and when you do it, they give you a little bookmark, and oh, it's fun. Cute. That's cute because probably the bravest night they ever had. So whatever. Were you there with you just you and Matt, or is it when you went with the family? It was just me and Matt. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. So what does she do? Just read a story? Yeah, they basically kind of go through the the whole the whole tale. Of oh, okay, the okay. And uh, the room is very interactive. Cute. They have a lot of interaction from the guests. I think that's why it's it's kind of it's kind of long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would absolutely fast past that if you can. I let me look. I might, really? So. Yeah. Okay. Because, because it is long. Like it's it's a long wait. Oh, it's like again, just a long. Yeah. It's a long story, yeah. And and you, you kind of go through the building and and uh, things come alive. It, it's a lot of fun. It's really cute. If you have kids and they love Belle sure. and Beauty and the Beast story, hundred percent, I would do it. That's what I assume. That's why I, I mean, obviously, that's why I've not gone and done it, and I haven't gone. When I went there with my nephews and nieces, we didn't go to Magic Kingdom together, so I didn't get to experience that part. Um, oh, it even says right here. It says, "Enjoy an interactive story adventure featuring Belle, Luminaire, and possibly even even you." Cute. Ooh. Let's keep moving through uh, New Fantasyland here. Yeah, guys, we're like chugging. Okay, first we're of all, chugging. can we talk about Fantasyland as a thing? I think they almost dropped the ball as hard as Toy Story Land, in my opinion. Oh, really? It was under construction for so long when they it did that expansion, and it's boring. It's so boring. Like if if you obviously really? Disneyland just knew what it was what it was doing. In at Disneyland, they have really beautiful trees everywhere there's twinkling lights there's lanterns all over the place here it's just a giant concrete jungle and then in the middle of it they have like parts of a castle do you wonder um because yeah so, so here's my thing on fantasy i mean i think we kind of disagree on this i like new fantasy land i think it's really pretty um i think it's very empty and i'm wondering if that's just because it's <laughs> it's okay we can disagree on this i just wonder if they're just going to eventually build more stuff there and i'm assuming they probably that's why they expanded it the way they did um because i feel like that whole area like there's like be our guest like you have that whole beating the beast area right there's like gaston's tavern which we're going to talk about there's be our guest there's enchanted stories with bell and then there's like a lot of blank and then there's seven dwarfs and then little mermaid and i'm like what like it's just very strange to me because it just feels like there's a lot of open space and i fully agree i think it took incredibly long for them to a build new fantasy land and then even after new fantasy land was built it took them really long to put in seven dwarves and i i was always surprised by that and i was curious as as to why well they had to let all the they had to let all the concrete dry like I mean, like by by the so air. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, this is very odd. I just thought it took a really, really long time. I'm hoping they do build it up because I do think it's a very open space, and it's very odd to me that it's like that mm-hmm. open. It it is it is very underutilized. Yeah. Very cr- crowded. Very hot because again, there's no trees. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's true. And but like. So, yeah, I can see what you're saying. Like, because each section is pretty cute. Like, yeah. Cinder, be, our, uh, be Our Guest restaurant, you know, it's it's cute. It's a little castle. And then, you know, uh, Gaston's little area is really cute. Right. Um, the small, or sorry, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train ride is really pretty with all the little lights with Winnie the Pooh and all that. Right. We'll get into all that. Um, the only thing I really... I have mixed emotions about also is Little Mermaid's Grotto. Oh, let's get into it. That's our next stop. Here. So yes, that was my that was my segue. Dude, um, fire, fire flames, fire flames, <laughs> fire flames, fire flames, fire flames. <laughs> Double fuego. So I mean, it's cute. Like it's really pretty. I love the water and everything, and all the colors are really uh-huh. nice. But I think we've talked about it before. I have tryptophobia. And that's like 
a photo, even just thinking about it makes the left side of my face go down. Yeah, Um, yeah. The the porous small holes and stuff like that. And they have a lot of that because my face is numb. Um, The shells. Because the coral and all that. Yeah, yeah. the coral and the shells that are in the concrete Mm -hmm. are like cut in half. So it's like the inner workings of it. Uh And, And I looked it up because literally every time I think about it, my face Oh, I Just can't. Like I have tryptophobia too. Literally I can't tingles. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my face tingles and, yeah. and like the ah. left side of my body goes Gross. numb. So I looked it up and it's like an anxiety oh, yeah, uh, it's response. Real. Oh, um, it's super real. It's just, so that's what I don't like about that. I mean, it's fun. The colors are fun. The ride's fun, but I can't even look at the ground. <laughs> no, I agree. And, and, and honestly, like the main reason why I ride this ride, because it's not like that eventful. It's obviously very cute if you, you or your child love Ariel. So obviously get on that. The, the line is usually not very long. It is a fast pass mm-hmm. ride. It's an easy fast pass to get. Um, and it's a constantly moving ride. You're in the same, basically the same shell that you're on in the Nemo ride in, in Epcot. Mm-hmm. Let's be very honest. Um, and it's it's pleasant. It's cute. My favorite part is when I come up upon um, Ursula because she just looks absolutely crazy, and I <laughs> love Ursula. She's just a wacky bitch. And um, so I I love to get like a, a boomerang when I come around that for <laughs> Ursula, but otherwise I just get careless. It's a cute ride. It's great for children. Um, it's great if you just want a, a quick ride to get onto. You usually don't have to wait very long for it. Um, but otherwise, it's like meh. Yeah, it's just there. It's just there. It's basically Indeed. Finding Nemo, but Little Mermaid. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which is silly. Like Pete's silly slideshow. <laughs> um, I've never done that, actually. So I have no idea what to say I about this. I have done it, um, I think, once or twice. And I've walked around. And So this is in the whole Storybook Circus area. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you go past, so, well, knock off Toontown. Not, it is knock off Toontown. Um, it used to, what it used to be called? Was it, it wasn't Toontown? Because obviously the tune, uh, the real Toontown's in Disneyland, but it used to be called something else. That was something like Toonish Toontown, whatever. And as long as I've been going, I think it's been the circus. Yeah, it was. It's been a honestly, it's been a couple things. It used to be where Minnie and Mickey's house was, um, very similar to Toontown in Disneyland. Uh, but now they've turned it into a circus type situation because that's where they moved. Um, Dumbo, I don't know. Were you there when? D- so you've been there the whole time. The, anytime you've gone, it was Storybook Circus. So you were not there when when Dumbo was like right next to the carousel. You were not I there for that. I don't think so. Okay, yeah. So I really don't think so. That and the carousel were pretty much like the centerpieces of the Magic or of Fantasyland. So they moved um, Dumbo over to Storybook Circus, which, in my opinion, was weird. Have you? Oh, we'll get to Dumbo in a minute. We'll talk about Dumbo. I'll stop talking about it. But um, yeah, Pete's Silly Slideshow is in the back of Storybook Circus. And um, there's some like cute, it's a cute waiting area. It's obviously a a lesser wait than um, waiting for Minnie and Mickey. But, you know, character meeting. Here we are. End of story. Yeah. (laughs) Here we are. The end. The end. That is that. So next up, right in front of that area is Casey Jr.'s Splash and Soak Station, yeah. which, like, the smell of wet children, like, oh, gross. Especially in the summer, guys. <laughs> I mean, it's just foul. I think it's cute and fun for if you had a child. I'd be literally, if I had a ch- child, my mother, or I, actually, let me just say, my parents never let, used to let me get in this stuff because then I would stink like a wet child. Um, mm-hmm. And I fully agree with their decision <laughs> Because it stinks. It's, I mean, it's cute. I feel like it's inappropriate to have in in an an actual theme park. Like it, it does get really hot. Yeah, like it, it's, it, it's good to have. Hot. It, so I kind of understand that, but I feel like it's something that would be more appropriate for one of the resorts. It's basically what you would just, find in the resort. Yeah, it's just a giant like wet pad, and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's all it is. I don't know. It's just there. And then it blocks the bathroom. And so you have to like dodge water to get to it. And you have to dodge wet children to get to it. Yes. Um, and it also blocks one of the exits or entrances uh, to the train. Yeah. Well, so mm-hmm. it's, just, it's annoying. It's, kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nuisance. It's a nuisance. I mean, we're going to be honest. I mean, I think they do serve a purpose. And I think it's probably good, especially when kids start to melt down. I would probably throw my kid in one of those things. Again, I have no parent- parenting experience outside of being a godmother. So, um, 
I would probably just shove them into that thing, let them blow off some steam, and then take a nap. I think that's the purpose yeah. of it. But for me, it's a nuisance. Yeah. <laughs> um, so right to the right of that, yeah. if you're walking in, is the Barnstormer. Have you ever been on the bar- Barnstormer? I have. I've only ridden it once, and I re- rode it with my nephews. And it is like quite a little little coaster. It's really fun, though. It's a little coaster, don't you know it? Don't you know? It's a little coaster. Yeah, it, I think if you have a, a younger child or uh, maybe even like a young teen who's just kind of afraid of roller mm-hmm. coasters, like this is a good, um, like a good starter roller coaster. Super it's fun. Cute. It's short. The line, I think, can be a little long sometimes. Yeah, it can be. Um, but it's not like Space Mountain long. You know, it's it's. I think it, I guess it's more it's it's appropriate. It's an appropriate weight. There's only yeah, one train because the, the the track is very small, so there's only one yeah. train um, that goes around. So I don't know. It's fun. It's like uh, if you're gonna be over there next to that cesspool of children, <laughs> like that's for you. <laughs> I mean, I like I really like the Barnstormer. My I think my nephews now can handle, and my oldest nephew is eight. And um, I think he can handle. Yeah, he can handle bigger stuff now. Um, and when I say bigger stuff, well, actually, I don't know. I mean, he's done like Splash Mountain and stuff, so he can handle it. But um, it was it's super cute. We rode it in the evening, which was really pretty. Um, I love. I never go into the Magic Kingdom at night anymore, and it's just so. I think like next time because of all this has been going on, I think we're gonna get do a really really long Disney vacation where I can maybe be there for seven days usually we're only there for five at the most and so mm-hmm. i can spend some evenings in the park in magic kingdom because i, I never get to yeah anymore. i would absolutely recommend it because all the lights are so, so beautiful. beautiful we all know my favorite time and i have a whole other disney account called lights at disney love um, that account. i just love 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 the, all the lights and it, it it's kind of like it's like your reward for being there all day. You're hot, you're oh, I sweaty, love that. I love the way you trudge through the yeah. day all day long. And then at the end of the day, it starts cooling down. The sun starts going down. All the lights come to life. All the twinkling lights in the trees are there. And it just, it's like a whole other world. It's like another, it's another magical moment. That I love that. It's built in. It's just, it's so beautiful. I highly recommend at least do one. And like even because I know you don't like to spend the whole day at the parks, so I mean, do you, do your uh, resort lounging in the day and then go for the last half? Honestly, that's especially what now that you're a pass holder, it's totally worth. Yeah, it. that's the that's the kind of the funky thing about it though, because Nick's not a pass holder, and Oof. yeah, that's kind of like the weird thing about it. And um, although yeah, what we were going actually what we were going to do on our trip that was supposed to happen in April. We were going to do something like that. We were actually going to do a, uh, well, I think we were going to just do, he was going to golf in the morning. I was just going to hang out in the pool and then just go to Epcot in the evening. But um, I think we should just have another day because he's not using, we're not going to Europe this year, unfortunately, because of the situation. And um, so we, he has more vacation time um, that I don't know what we're going to do with. And hopefully, you know, by the end of the year, maybe we can go. And mm-hmm. spend some more time there, but I would. I just really want to do Magic Kingdom in the evening. I haven't done it in so long. Do it, cause mm-hmm. I said so. Yeah. What's next? What's next? Oh, the big. We the actually big... have Dumbo. Oh my god. <laughs> have you been in the? Um, there's two waiting areas, right? Mm-hmm. There's an outside one, and then there's that indoor play area that literally almost gave yeah. me a seizure. <laughs> um, I don't really remember the line too much uh i've only been on it like maybe twice maybe three times but so few far and in between i don't really remember too much about it especially yeah. the last time i went on it was uh, i was with my cousin who knew somebody who worked as a cast member on that ride so we kind of didn't wait <laughs> yeah and i think like okay so last time i was on Dub, it's it's something that nick and i don't normally ride obviously uh, I mean, we could. It's not like obviously. I mean, like we could. It's just the waiting process. I do really like what they've done with the waiting process there. And I would not be surprised if they implement a lot of this from a social distancing aspect because what they do oh. is they get like you go through the line up to a certain point and then you get like a like, you know, when you go to a restaurant and you've checked in and they give yeah, you a little get, buzzer. Like a, a callback buzzer. Yeah, they do that there. And so you could kind of go outside or you can go inside to the, like the place where. I thought I was going to literally lose my freaking mind. Um, it's like in- oh, do you think? 
it'll all be kind of like trying to get into Batu. Yes, I 100% do. And the reason for that is because they've been talking about that a lot. They've been okay. saying that they're going to do a lot more virtual queuing because of I am this. just like so far behind in times. Like that was like my major brain blast. No, honestly, now. like sometimes I just like don't. Jimmy Tron, got a blast. No, it's it's absolutely true. And um, I think that's. I I was who was I talking? Oh, actually, you know what? I talked about that on on that live stream I was on. My friend, if you guys haven't seen it, my friend um, from college, we were both went to music school together. Um, he is an awesome influencer promoter in in Southern California. And he has this show called Binge Bitches, and he's starting to do he, – he watched the Star Wars shows over quarantine, and so he asked me to come on it because he knows I, I love Star Wars. Um, so that was one of the things we were talking about. I mentioned I said I really think – some people think that the Star Wars, like bat, the whole Batu, the whole Galaxy's Edge thing didn't go off very well. Honestly, I don't think it's the case, and I think that's going to be the future, especially I now. I think it was so successful, yes. nobody noticed. No, it was so successful, nobody noticed because they did it in such an organized fashion. Yeah. And because it was so organized, people thought that, oh, they weren't having waits of five hours, so it wasn't accessible. No, no, no. No, son. If you showed up at like four or five in the morning when people were all trying to get in the virtual queues, then we'll t- then we'll have a conversation about how successful it was. Um, But I really – and I said this on the show. I said I think that this is going to be the future with social distancing because people can't wait in line. You can't have people wait in line yeah. right now. Right. So I think, or I don't know if you've seen some of the, the pictures of Shanghai Disney, um, how they're, they are doing social distancing lines, which looks like a whole mess. I'm like, just do a virtual queue. And if you do that, then I think it'll work a lot better. And I think, I really think that's what they're going to do. I think it's, um, I wonder if they'll go back to like e-tickets and, and such, because obviously the capacity is going to be not nearly as insane as it right. was like i'm sure they're going to lower the capacity of the amount of people able to get in but then at the same time like if they're going to do it like like batu it's going to be so hard to go on all the rides right. like you once were sort of able to do as long as you really freaking booked it right um so it's it's all gonna be really interesting again this is all just us theorizing exactly and exactly and then but, i'm wondering i mean there's always i've you know we've talked about this show quite a few few times but <laughs> i'm dying um not of covid and um i wonder if they're gonna turn to max pass because max pass is like very much just in time you get your passes as it's available and so it's not like this mm-hmm. pre-requested thing i mean and, and honestly i think that's going to be the future of theme parks in general and, and it's far more convenient and far more non-hectic in my opinion but some people really like to wait in line i don't understand that process but y'all do you live your truth i ain't judging i'm judging but i'm, judging, I'm allowing but, you to live your truth but i'm not i'm judging you while you live your truth <laughs> it's a free country freedom to live the way you want but also freedom to let me judge yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna judge you for not wearing a mask and um endangering the lives of others but you know you do you <laughs> well so, so have you done the indoor queue at at um dumbo i think so that indoor it's like dark it's the one to the right yeah it is yes okay i i again i think that was the one that uh i was in line with my cousin who knew the friend and so we weren't in there long we kind of like went out of it and then stood next to the cast member for a while it's not, while, while we waited for our number right and it's not even a queue it's a play area which yeah. is genius for people with children who are okay with their children playing in communal playing areas I will be mm-hmm. curious to see if that actually continues these days. But it's like there's a climbing shit, there's balls, there's like all kinds of stuff they can do. It's fan- it's really smart. In my opinion, very, very smart. The lighting in there for someone who um, has vertigo and who has um, like slight issues with stimulation, like light stimulation, um, it's no go for me. I thought I was about to have a panic attack in that place. I had to leave. Like I – had to leave <laughs> it's too much the lights were weird i i can't imagine anyone who has who is on the spectrum to be okay in that room um but that's just my personal journey <laughs> i don't know my journey but i think it's brilliant though i do think it's brilliant because you know you probably have like a 60 minute wait in all honesty 
and you can let your kids roam free and play and do all these kinds of things instead of just standing in the line and everyone bitching and it's air conditioned and it's great. So, you know, God doesn't give up both hands, I guess. <laughs> and then, of course, you ride the iconic, iconic ride, um, which just goes in a circle and you go up and down. But iconic. It, which goes in circles and you go up and down, much like the Aladdin ride we talked about. They're the same. <laughs> They're the same. Yeah, I guess if you want to go, I mean, like personally, if I were to choose, I would choose Dumbo just because it's the class. It's classic. It's the classic. It's the yeah. classic. Um, I would also choose Dumbo. Like me and my mom, very close. Uh, the the baby of mine song always. Oh my god, I can't even talk about that. Cannot talk about it. Did you see the movie? Did you see the Tim Burton movie? I know we talked about this. Like I never, I never saw it. I never saw it either. I didn't really want to. Quite honestly, Um, it didn't really appeal to me. But I hear the baby mine uh, scene is like. No, I, I can't. I can't mentally handle anything emotional. Oh, my God. We had uh, one of my very, very dear friends um, who's from Europe. Him and his husband are both from Europe. Um, they have two beautiful children. And they have them here in the States through surrogate. And um, they're deciding to move back to Europe now. Uh, and oh. so uh, we had, like, a big goodbye Zoom. And everyone's, like, saying, like, their goodbyes and, like, all this stuff. And, like, I'm just sitting there, like, horrified because I can't be emotional. I'm really bad at it. And it's not that You're I don't really have the bad. feelings. I just can't. Like, I'm horrified to express them. So I was just sitting there and I was just, like, trying to express myself. And I felt like I was dying inside myself. And it was so <laughs> awful. I felt like I was like, I hope, you, I hope you don't take this as me. Like, this is what I actually feel like. I'm just very embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I 100% get it. Yeah. Like, when – uh, like for me and, and my mom, like when we when we do go to Disney together, uh, it, our goodbyes are very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go in my car and cry for seven days. Like, right? No, I mean, I, like same, same. I so it's it. like we we understand. Like, okay, I'll see you later. And then like it, both of us just we we have to part. <laughs> so it's like it's time to go. Okay, love you, bye. Right. Like, hug okay. Later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Like basically, like when I when I go up to Ohio to visit my family, I like borderline just want to ghost them because it, that would be easier for me. Oh my God, I feel the <laughs> like, same way. I feel the same way. Like, I but at the same time, I don't want the children to. I don't think they would understand me just leaving yet. I know. You know, like maybe know. maybe when they're in their teens, they would be like, "Oh, totally, just go." Um, but as of now, like I don't want them to wake up and be like, "Wait, where's Uncle Brady? He left without oh, saying goodbye." No. Like, <laughs> Did you did you go get milk and cigarettes? Is he ever coming back? Oh no! Yeah, I know. I I I feel that way, and I like I don't mean it to be like I'm unfeeling. It means like I just got a lot going on, and for me to put it out there would be my like I would like dissolve, and I would explode. Like you sure you're then, not a Scorpio? I, I well, I'm an Aries. Aren't we all kind of like? Aren't you one of my my compatible signs? Are Scorpios compatible with me? I forget. Uh-huh. I'm not sure, but I just know that we're heartless. I, lo- I I know I love Scorpios. I love a lot of friends <laughs> who are Scorpios, and like I, because I just love their energy, and, and I feel we it. Got a lot of it because Aries are also murderous beings. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, we went from Dumbo to astrology. To murder. I don't know what's going on. I wonder what Dumbo's star sign is. What? <laughs> we need to know. But how about we? How about we take a pause? Because there's still a lot more to go. And I said this the yeah, guys, time. I was like, I don't know we, if we're going to make it. Yeah, we um, made it halfway through Fantasyland because, again, it's very large. Um, so we are going to pick up um, next time, continuing with, with Fantasyland. And, yeah. and I mean, we haven't even touched the restaurants yeah, and the menus. There, yeah. So there's a lot we still have a lot to go through. So I think next, next week when we talk about Fantasyland or the rest of Fantasyland, mm-hmm. There aren't a whole lot of rides left, not a whole lot more to say. So we'll just breeze through it, talk about the restaurants, and then move on to tomorrow band. Ah, this was so much fun. I'm like, I mean, obviously Fantasyland is kind of like the hallmark of Magic Kingdom, and it's so exciting to talk about it in detail. In detail. Yep. Oh, I just love it. I know. I just love it. I'm looking at the map. It is so fucking big. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's what she said, or that's what he said. <laughs> that's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> you know what? Something to think about um, for you know until we come back next week, guys. How weird is it going to be being on Barnstormer and then looking over and seeing Tron? Ooh, facts, facts, and figures. Yes, that's the truth. Oh my god, I didn't think about that. Yeah, huh. dude, you were like thought provoking. You were thought provoking today. That is my compliment. Guys, thank you. <laughs> it's been so fun, guys. I hope you guys are enjoying uh, our our virtual tours. If you guys want us to kind of dive in deeper to anything, uh, you know, feel free to message us on our uh, Instagram. You can talk to us on Never Growing Up podcast instagram you can talk to us on each of our personal instagrams um wdw collective and whatever mine is brady <laughs> brady cam <laughs> i couldn't think of I was it like, um, do you need assistance <laughs> that's why i started with yours i was like what the fuck is my name <laughs> so uh we we are enjoying doing this with you guys um so much like it, it's it's letting us experience Disney without being able to experience Disney because again, we both uh, had to miss out yeah. on our, on our planned trips. I cannot believe it's already been a month since yours. I know. I think about, honestly, I think about it that all the time. my mind. Cause I'm, blows my mind. April was supposed to be a very busy month for me. Obviously it was going to the parks, um, going, you know, I had a bunch of competitions with my singers that we obviously didn't get to do. We had some in May that we already missed, that they were canceled. It's just, it's a very, my, my sister had a baby. Like it's just so many things happen and we were all just like stuck in our houses and it's just wild, wild, wild times. Wild. Well, guys, another fun filled episode yes. of Never Growing Up, a Disney Parks podcast for adults has come your way. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of the week yeah. or I guess well yeah because it's gonna be Monday or Tuesday by the time you guys yeah. hear this so have a great rest of the week be safe you know go out there wash your wash hands, your hands. Um, Wear a you mask. Know, another thing I would really recommend go buy some uh, technology safe alcohol wipes and clean your damn phone dude facts clean your fucking phone it's <laughs> gross <laughs> clean your fucking phone it's real gross. It's amazing. Like, oh I feel so God. justified. I, I've been a germaphobe since, like, I was a child. And so I just die over, like, how people are, like, figuring out a lot of the things that I do on the reg when I would travel are just, like, nuanced things now. Like, I'm like, what were you all doing? I, what? I shouldn't touch my shopping cart and then shove Come my whole hand into my mouth? Wild. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. And I can't wait until next week. See you guys. Bye.